0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 146, And this is part two of a two-week plan to opening your front door to guests. Our sponsor this week is PrepDish.com. The holidays are coming, y'all. That's kind of what these podcasts are about these last two weeks. Um, And in the midst of fun food for celebrations, I personally find myself eager to balance that out with being purposeful with our regular weeknight normal meals. Uh, Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that takes the stress and the thought out of the equation when serving your family healthy meals. Each Friday, Allison, who's the chef that created Prep Dish, sends you a meal plan for the following week, which includes a shopping list, instructions for prepping the meals ahead of time, and a detailed um, plan Oh, that's kind of repeating myself. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) I've written that. And it, okay. So the Instructions for prepping the meals ahead of time is a detailed prepping plan, which is designed to let you spend one chunk of time in the kitchen between one and three hours. And there are different plans for different amounts of time uh, that you all get automatically with your subscription that will make all the meals super fast and simple to cook on the nights when you eat them. So even though your week is crazy, you've got all the prep work done and you can just get that stuff on the table super fast. It's the ideal way of preparing meals with all the planning and the thinking done for you. Go to prepdish.com slash clean. that's all lowercase, uh, to take advantage of, a, of this special deal for listeners of this podcast. Get two weeks free to try it out. Okay, this is a great time to try that out, kind of say I'm going to eat great and have it all planned out for two weeks, and then we move straight into um, you know Thanksgiving, which is not necessarily... Um, the healthiest eating time of the year. But then there's Christmas after that. Oh my goodness. Okay. But speaking of the holidays, that's what this podcast is about. It's about getting your home ready for guests. If this is the first podcast of mine that you've listened to, just know that this is a part two. Okay. The part one is podcast 145 that I recorded last week and shared. Um, <clears throat> and this is all based on an ebook that I released last year, which is called 14 days to opening your front door to guests. Okay. So I'm giving you the simple overall version in these two podcasts. And then you, um, uh, can follow these podcasts, or you can get the more detailed thing with all of the worksheets and printables and things that I mentioned, um, included all together in that, uh, just go to aslobcomesclean.com slash 14. That's just the numbers one, four, uh, and you can find that there. Okay. For purchase or just, you know, follow this podcast. Okay. We're going to start with day eight. We went through one through seven last week. Now we're on day eight. I'm pretty sure if you listened to last week's podcast, you know what I'm about to say. Do the dishes, sweep the kitchen, do a five minute pickup. Okay. And then the big task for today is deep clean bathrooms. Okay. I have a podcast, podcast number 60, where I talk through the steps on cleaning, deep cleaning bathrooms. These are the steps that I created. I think it was maybe even the first summer. That I had the blog, Um, I'd been doing so much better personally because I was um, doing my daily things and I was on a routine and I was get I was keeping the house under control and I was so petrified that my kids coming home for the summer was going to send all of that into basically back to where it had always been before. I was afraid that that lack of routine in the summer was just going to be the undoing of all the progress I had made. So I decided to teach my kids to clean, you know, like we're going to be purposeful about this. And I had a re- one reader at that point, And, um, I wrote out a very, and I mean, very detailed bathroom cleaning checklist. And what I didn't expect was, um, how many adults would use that bathroom cleaning checklist. <laughs> so, um, but I understand because I even use it myself when I'm trying to stay focused. And that is honestly the biggest advantage of having a checklist specifically during these times of 14 days to getting ready for guests. I mean, we're on day eight now and I don't do a lot of math, but I'm pretty sure that means we're in the last week before, um, you know, they're going to be here. It's basically less than a week now. So if we're at that point, then for people like me, who it's not our default to have a nice, beautiful and under control home. Instead, it's the default of, oh my word, how does it get this way? And now I'm having guests. What am I going to do? Okay. So that's the purpose of this plan is to talk you through the actual getting ready for your guests to show up so that you can open the front door. That's the goal opening the front door to guests. It's not, this is not a plan to getting your house perfect for the rest of your life. This is a plan to be ready to let people in your front door on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it is that you have as a reason why you're letting people in your front door. Um, but in those moments, my brain starts going, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I've just got so many different things, and there's this, and there's that, and there's and this. The purpose of this fourteen day plan is to keep you focused, and the purpose of the very detailed bathroom cleaning checklist is to keep you focused. Because as I am feeling those frantic feelings of wow, half of the time is already gone. I can go back to that checklist and stay on track and know, oh I'm checking these things off, I am actually making progress. Okay, like that's that's the mental thing. It's not even that you do or don't know how to clean a bathroom. It's that if you're working your way down the list and then life happens because you really do realize you never called Aunt Sally to invite her to this thing and you've got to Call her right this second before you forget because, oh my goodness, the repercussions of not inviting Aunt Sally or whatever. You know, and you leave and then you come back and you're like, okay, well, I've already checked off on the list. And so I know where I was and I know the next thing to come back to. So it just prevents the randomness that naturally happens when I'm overwhelmed. When I'm overwhelmed, anything house cleaning turns random. And this becomes a plan. This plan is what's important to me. So anyway, there is a podcast, podcast number 60, where I talked through that, that bathroom cleaning checklist. Okay. So you could listen to that while you clean the bathroom. Um, it is also available on my website. I think it's probably linked in the show notes for podcast 60, um, where you can just get just the bathroom cleaning checklist. Um, Or obviously it is included in the 14 days to opening your front door uh, ebook. So all included there together. The other thing you're going to do today. So you're going to deep clean your bathrooms. Any bathrooms guests are going to use. All right. If you have shut off the master bedroom and you're going to be locking that door and telling your husband or whoever, well, whatever, just telling your family members um, who actually live there, don't tell the other ones. Just say, yeah, there's a reason this door is locked. And um, don't come to me saying, why is the master bedroom door locked? I can't get in there. That's what my husband used to do. It would make me crazy until I finally explained to him, I lock it because I don't want anyone going in there because that's where I throw things. Okay. Yes. I don't do that. Like I used to. Most of the time, sometimes I still do, but for the most part, I can actually leave that door open. But that was, that was my thing that made me able to survive these kinds of things was knowing that that bedroom door locked. Well, don't spend your time cleaning the master bedroom bathroom. Wait the master bathroom, if the only way to get through it is the door that's going to be locked anyway, you know, focus your time on the spaces your guests are going to see. That's a big key. Okay. To actually getting through this, when you're done cleaning bathrooms, I want you to research. Okay. And this is Thanksgiving specific. It's about to be American Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving in the U S however it's best to say it, um, right now here where I am. Um, and so this is a little, you know, specific to that holiday, but you could apply it to whatever else. Um, Research the thawing time for turkey. If this is one of your first times to have it here, or even if not, and you're just like, oh, I always forget that every year. Figure out if you've got a 22 pound turkey, go on the internet, butterball.com or whatever. I know they've got, um, butterball is the name of a turkey brand here. Um, Go to that and they'll have a calculator to tell you to how to thaw your turkey because that is like something that people forget to do. And that would be me if I wasn't paying attention. So you've got 1 week left and when I say that I'm saying that because sometimes it takes like depending on the number of pounds I'm not giving you the formula but it takes days in the fridge. Like if you're going to thaw it in the fridge, you can't put it in the night before you have to put it in like days and days. I think even sometimes like five and six days or something of it being in the fridge so that it thaws to the point where it's ready to actually cook when you need to cook it. Okay. Um, and then once you're done knowing your thawing time for your turkey, if that applies to your situation, then work through the room prioritization worksheet. Okay. This is something that we talked about last week. I'm not going to go into it again, but, um, the main concept is Um, we are prioritizing rooms according to the rooms where your guests will spend the most time. So the top of the list is the room where they will spend the vast majority of their time. And then going down that list is in order of how much time your guests will spend in those rooms because we're staying focused on the places that they will actually see and spending the most focus on the times where they will spend the most places where they'll spend the most time because those are the ones where, you know, they're most likely to see and actually pay attention to the room. Okay. Um, and you've made a checklist for each of those rooms and you just keep working through that room prioritization worksheet. Okay. Day nine, do the dishes, sweep, do a five minute pickup and wipe down surfaces in bathroom. We have not been doing that up until this point, but you did a deep clean of the bathrooms yesterday. Okay. Um, if you are normal, which, you know, means that you don't struggle with these things, I know. People argue that and say, "Well, we're the ones who are normal." I have no idea. That's just what I say to be funny. If you're normal and um you're like, "Why would I clean the bathroom on day 8? That's so dumb." Um that's fine, except that the reason I put it on day 8 is for those of us who have time passage awareness disorder and maybe perhaps um didn't clean our bathroom the week before. Um anyway. So maybe it would take a little extra time. So we do it on day eight so that it is not a last minute. Oh my goodness. What have I gotten myself into? It's a, yeah, this is my focus for today. I've got time to do whatever has to be done to get these bathrooms clean. So on day nine, the, you know, the, the point of doing the dishes, sweeping, doing a five minute pickup and wiping down surfaces in bathroom is to maintain the progress that you've made so far. Okay, so that every single day from now on, you're doing those things. You know, we cleaned the kitchen on the first day, not a deep clean, but cleaned it, and you've done the dishes every day since then. So that the kitchen is not a big problem, which is going to be important today on day nine. Um, you know, the five minute pickup is to maintain any kind of decluttering, picking up pro- um, progress that you have made at this point. That is to maintain that. Now you're wiping down the surfaces in the bathroom so that, um, yeah, so that you, um, maintain the progress that you made yesterday. Okay. Um, all right. Now on day nine, deep clean the kitchen. I have a podcast number 56 that talks through the deep cleaning the kitchen process. As you do that, um, you know, there's also a printable that you can find on the site. You can also, um, uh, it's also available in the the ebook. Okay, that's all together. Keep working through your room prioritization worksheet. After that, okay. All right, now we're on day ten of fourteen days. That means we are kind of moving into that last step. All right. So you start out doing the dishes, sweeping, fiving, sweeping, just the kitchen, five minute pickup and wipe down surfaces in the bathroom. Finish your prioritization worksheet. Yes. I actually said finish. The goal here on the prioritization worksheet was not to be working on it up to the last minute when I say the prioritization worksheet, I'm talking about all the things that you went through the rooms purposefully. I don't remember which day it was and wrote down the things that you wanted to happen in this room. Things that specific things that you wanted to tackle that were not just your normal dusting and vacuuming. Okay. So as you go through those, um, things you know, today's the day to finish that. That's, that's the goal. Okay. We're not putting those things off to day 11 because they have their own things to worry about at that point. You are finishing the things. That means if you only have two hours today, look at what all's left on that list. And you know, at this point we've been working on that almost every day. And so hopefully the main rooms where your guests are going to spend time, they're done. Okay. And you're down, you know, Past halfway through the list, but you have to finish it today. So if you have two hours and you have 30 things left to do, do the math and figure out how many minutes you have to spend on each time on each of those 30 things. I'm not going to do the math for you because I don't like math, but you know, figure that out. And if you go, Oh, wow, that's not even humanly possible. Then cross some things off the list that don't actually matter. You know, some of the things that you hoped you were going to get to do, but there's just no way for you to actually do it. Cause today is the day you have to finish the room prioritization worksheet. Okay. Because there's other things to do the next day. So get through that list. Day 11 dishes, sweep the kitchen, five minute pickup and wipe down surfaces and bathroom bathrooms. All right. Now is the day to grocery shop, which is kind of a big um, job you know, I mean, hopefully you already have your turkey if you needed to have started thawing it before. I guess I should have said that before. Um, but now's the day to grocery shop, do the shopping. And that can be, you know, if you're serving a big meal or having, you know, multiple days where family are going to be visiting, that's a big thing. So go do the grocery shopping. Thankfully your kitchen is nice and dishes are done and, It's been deep cleaned and so it's ready for you to get going as soon as you get home. Um, Do anything that you can do three days ahead. So, if anything needs to be divided up or um, anything that can be pre cooked, like let's say I'm going to serve chicken salad on such and such day while they're here, we'll go ahead, cook that chicken, shred it, have it ready so that that huge part of the step is done for, you know, the time that you're going to have that. Although, you know, if you're having Thanksgiving, just use leftover turkey and use turkey salad. Anyway. Um, but anything that you can do, you know, obviously certain things cannot be chopped three days ahead, but there are things that can be. So what can you do, um, now and get that done? Okay. Cause that's a kitchen day, day 11, day 12. and um, we're two days away. Don't panic. It's going to be okay. All right. Dishes, sweep the kitchen, five minute pickup and wipe down surfaces in bathroom. This is the cleaning day. Okay. You're going to go back through the kitchen deep cleaning checklist. Okay. But this time it's going to be quick because you just did it like a couple of days ago, but you know, things happen. You cooked in there. You did things yesterday in the kitchen. Um, go back through that. That's going to get you, um, get things under, you know, back to being under control, but it's going to go so much faster this time. Then go back through very quickly your bathroom cleaning checklists. All right. So that everything we're two days away, everything is easier. You're going to know for sure that those bathrooms and that kitchen is clean in the order of room prioritization. Okay. That's on your worksheet that you filled out last week with a scratch paper and pen in your pocket, which could be the back of that room prioritization worksheet, whatever, but you're putting those in your pocket because we're not going to necessarily use them, but just in case, scratch paper and pen in your pocket, go dust. Okay. So start in the number one room that's on your prioritization list, which you should kind of have memorized at this point, but start in that first room that people are going to spend the most time in and dust starting going from top to bottom. Okay. So that as you dust something, it falls and then you're going and dusting the lower things. That's going to then, you know, make sure that all the dust goes down and doesn't, you know, you don't want to dust all your surfaces and then go, Oh, look, I need to dust the, um, Crown molding or whatever, and then you're knocking dust onto the things you just dusted. So anyway, dust top to bottom. Um, You know, for me, I know there are areas where people don't have ceiling fans here in Texas. It would always drive me bananas on a design show when people are like, "Oh, we're taking out the ceiling fans because that's not artistic." And I'm like, nobody cares. You cannot live without a ceiling fan in Texas. I'm just saying, or a lot of other places, but you know, the ceiling fan is one of those things that tends to, um, it collects dust in a way that nothing else does. And, but that was always on the room prioritization worksheet for me. But if it wasn't for you, yeah, you're going to need to, to dust the ceiling fan. Okay. Cause it's, you know, if you're doing this now and it's Thanksgiving, it might be too cold to leave it running, which is my favorite technique for, um, not having people not notice the dust on it. But anyway, you know, so that kind of thing, you're dusting from top to bottom, then you're going to vacuum and whatever kinds of floors that you have, you're going to do. Um, so, you know, sweep, one of the things that is, um, what I like to do with my wood floors is, you know, I do use my vacuum cleaner on my wood floors. It has a setting for that, um, which I love because then it just sucks things up, and I don't have to whatever. Um, and then going over it quickly with a um, Swiffer just at the end, you know, to just make whatever. Um, but one of the things I like to do is to go ahead, go around with my Swiffer or a broom, and um, just get those edges because the vacuum cleaner doesn't do a great job going all the way up to the edge of the wall the way that it does. And sometimes like if it's a broom, I'll just sweep it out into the middle for that, or I'll just run around the edges of the room with the Swiffer and then, you know, run over things with, um, the vacuum cleaner. Okay. Um, on the wood floors, but on the carpet, obviously carpet, you know, whatever, Swiffer your floors, do whatever you have to do, um, to get your floors clean because that's the goal for today. Um, you already mopped during the kitchen thing, but you can always spot mop if you need to. Um, let's see. Sorry, obviously I'm getting, oh, as you're working, if you see something that you somehow missed before and you're like, I have to do this. That's what that scratch paper is for. Don't stop the dusting and vacuuming for that. Just write it down on the scratch paper And know that if you didn't see it until now, there's a chance your guests won't notice either. Okay. But go ahead and write it down on the paper and we'll deal with that tomorrow. All right. Day 13, do your dishes, sweep your kitchen floor and set the timer to do a five minute pickup. Wipe down all surfaces in the bathroom. Today is the last day to do any big stuff. Okay. So like, this is it. Um, so that list that you made yesterday as you were going through and doing the dusting and the vacuuming, that one, today's the day to do that, but only use 10% of the time that you have available today. So if you have two hours, oh, I wrote this in the book so I can see it. Um, cause I wouldn't do this math in my head very quickly. Uh, 10% of two hours is 12 minutes. So if you have two hours to work, you have 12 minutes to spend on that list, which when I look at it that way, I automatically look at a list and go, yeah, that stuff right there is not actually important. So I'm not even going to worry about that. Okay. But that, that's the thing you've got to think that. So this is the day before they come. Don't get caught up in things that don't matter. Okay. Don't get caught up in little things at the expense of big things that have to be done. All right. Your focus today is making sure everything goes smoothly tomorrow so that you are not freaking out tomorrow. If you're going to have overnight guests, go ahead and change sheets on the beds that are not going to be slept in tonight. So like if if the next person to sleep in this bed is going to be your guest, you can go ahead and change those sheets. For the beds that maybe kids are sleeping in tonight but then they're going to get kicked out of their room for grandma and grandpa, get those get the clean sheets ready and you know put them on your couch put them wherever it is that you you know they're going to be safe even with kids in the house for the next 24 hours um but go ahead and get those things ready the reason i say that is sometimes i'm like oh and then i go oh my goodness i had put off cleaning um you know washing my sheets because what, for whatever reason and, oh, I got to get those things washed. So today's the day to wash those things. If you need to gather the towels that you're going to put in your bathroom that the guests will use, um, either your hand towels or, you know, shower towels, what are those called? Body towels. I don't know. Um, regular towels for, uh, if your guests are going to be, you know, spending the night and taking showers and that kind of stuff. So gather all those things, make sure they've all been clean. If they're not wa- run them through the washing machine and dryer and, um, you know, have them ready to, for those sheets to go on the bed so that you will know for a fact when you let your guests in your home that you don't have to go, Oh wait, hold on. I need to change the sheets on your bed, whatever. Okay. Um, now you've worked through the things that you found yesterday. Things are ready to go smoothly tomorrow. Grab another piece of paper and a pen. I know. And go stand outside your front door outside the front door. Cause sometimes I completely forget about that while I'm so busy working inside my house. I'm like, Oh yeah. The first thing they're going to see is my front door and like smudge marks all over the glass that I have not cleaned in forever, whatever. Um, go through, uh, go from the outside of your house into the front door and walk through the areas that your guests are going to see. Um, and jot down just little details. I know we've done this before, but part of the idea here is for you to feel like, oh, wow, I have done a ton because this is just a short little list because I've already worked through the big list. Okay. But it also makes you go, yes, I've paid attention. There's nothing for me to worry about. Okay. Work through that list on this day 13. All right. It's day 14. This is the day they're actually arriving. Obviously, you know, some of your guests might get there at nine in the morning and some of them might be getting there late at 10 o'clock at night. I don't know. Your unique situation is different. That's why on that first day we went through and wrote down how much time we actually have on the day. So, you know, shrink this, whatever you need to do for your actual situation. Day 14, do your dishes, sweep your kitchen floor, set the timer to do a five minute pickup, wipe down the bathrooms. Okay. Okay change the sheets on the beds that your guests will use, put new towels out in bathrooms and kitchen, and now spend your time in the kitchen. Okay. This is the assumption that you're feeding people and that the main goal of them coming in your front door was to eat because in general, that is the case. All right. Um, if it's not the case for you, then you don't have to do that part of it, but spend the time in the kitchen, getting ready for the meal you're going to serve today. I will tell you for me, when I follow these steps, I, y'all, I enjoy being in the kitchen. I enjoy cooking a big meal. I know that that's not the case for everyone. But when I know that I have so purposefully gone through these steps, I'm able to not worry about my house. And if something happens, it's just one little thing. Or, you know, I can ask the kids, go do a five minute pickup. But I know that my house is under control and that it is ready for people to come because I've worked so hard. And now I am able to focus on the food. The worst situations for me ever were the times when I was cooking and trying to get the cleaning done or... Okay, my husband doesn't listen to my podcast and I adore him and he's the very, very best. And he does not struggle the way that I do, but I can remember when we first got married and we really wanted to have people over to our apartment and I would cook and he would be like, well, I'll clean the house while you cook. Except that I would be cooking and then I would, you know, leave the kitchen for some reason and see that his standard of what the house needed to look like to have guests come over was um, different than mine. And it just completely stressed me out. And so then it made the day no fun. The cooking was not fun because I was so stressed out over what he was doing or not doing or how he was doing it. And then I would be less than adorable um, in how I spoke to him and telling him what he needed to be doing and making sure it was done. And it just was not a happy thing. So that's the reason why This is not a one day plan to getting your house ready for guests. It's a, everything's done. And now I get to focus on the kitchen. Or if you hate cooking, well, then you still don't have to worry about other things and cooking. You know, I mean, it's like, this gets to be your focus for the day. And that, that's the whole purpose of this plan. Okay. Um, The goal is to be at a stopping point, even if that doesn't mean you're finished cooking, but at a stopping point, 20 minutes before your guests are due to arrive. In those 20 minutes, you walk back through the house. Okay. Especially if you have kids and things have just randomly appeared, you walk back through the house and you check everything. And you, um, just to give yourself that, Oh yes, it is. It's ready. Okay. I do have a last minute hospitality checklist um, that's included in the ebook. And I think one of those things is making sure all the toilets are flushed because you know, sometimes you have kids anyway. Um, but the goal here is when people actually come in the front door, relax. Nobody expects perfection. Nobody. I mean, everybody's just glad that you're the one hosting and not them. Right. Right you're the one who's done all the work. They appreciate that. You've put a ton of work into your house. And now the goal is to enjoy being with people, to enjoy being with these people who you love enough that you worked for 14 days to get your house ready and to be ready for them to come over. At this point, anything you notice is just normal life. Or, I mean, your bathrooms are clean, your kitchen is clean, you've dusted, you've vacuumed. You know, if there's a little, um, you know, somebody tracked mud in, people track mud in at everybody's houses. I mean, that's just normal. That's what happens. And it's just the way it is, and you're going to be fine. And if somebody opens up a, um, the blinds on a window that you never open up the blinds on, and so you never even thought about it, and there's like, a bunch of dead bugs on the windowsill, just laugh. Oh my goodness. I never opened that. I never pull those blinds up <laughs> uh, and go get a paper towel and wipe up those dead bugs and throw them in the trash, wash your hands and get back to cooking. I mean, that's just, it happens. And I've seen it happen in homes where I know for a fact they are almost always completely under control. I mean, that's just, it happens. It happens to everybody. Everybody has those things. Oh my goodness. We never look over there. Whatever. I don't know. A kid pulls a book out and you know, there's some whatever that falls out of the bookshelf and said, I mean, it's just, it's normal life. You're having people in your home. This is where you live. It's going to be okay. (sighs) Okay. Just relax. And I, I really do wish you the best with your family. Um, I do have, if you're listening to this and going, Oh, I don't have 14 days. How did I find this the day before Thanksgiving? Um, I have another podcast and I'll link to it in the show notes, um, called 60 minutes to, um, you know, opening your front door or something like that. Uh, and in that one, I do give you a 60 minute plan, but the other thing to remember is, if you only have 60 minutes warning, people cannot expect that much. Okay. So anyway, my goal, my hope for you is that you enjoy the time with your loved ones. All right. Um, Before I go for this podcast, I did want to make sure if you are a patron, um, I have a patron system, which is people who um, support this podcast on a monthly basis. And those at the $5 or more level have access to a her private Facebook group secret um where the people are just super lovely and supportive of one another um but if you are a patron be sure to check the patron only info on patreon.com slash a slob clean. That's P A T R E O N.com slash a slob clean. Go in there. There is a link to a form that I need you to fill out that gives me the information that I need to be able to invite you to the Facebook group. It's kind of a hassle. It's not automated because it's a secret Facebook group. I can't, it, it, it can't be easy. Like the Anyway, whatever, because it's a secret Facebook group, it's kind of a hassle. But if you are a patron, I want you to be having that experience of being in the group. So make sure that you go and find that if you can't find it, it's no big deal. Just email me at a slob comes clean at gmail.com. Okay. And I will figure out, I will help you um, get set up to be in the group. Okay. All right. um, I will talk to you guys later. I'll have a podcast next week. I'm not sure if we'll have one the week of Thanksgiving or not, but I wish you the best with your family. All right. Bye.